0: What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Post to Post podcast. This week is episode I don't really know because I'm going on vacation on Wednesday. What's going on, Matt?
1: <laughs> I love that intro. What love episode it? is it? It's episode 36, buddy. Nice, nice. We're not doing uh,
0: an episode next week, so 37. We'll be dropping another week later. No, we're uh, actually going to have a week off. Uh, we, haven't hit, having a week, we haven't had a week off since the beginning. Yeah, so. yeah. This is the first time we're actually taking a breather, but um, we have trade deadline news and a lot of free agent signings. Uh, To go over this week So a lot of stuff to cover today And then next week, hopefully not Too much that we miss out on And we'll double down the week after Mm -hmm. Um, It will be a short off-season, which is nice Looking at the calendar now, you'll get this episode On Monday, August 2nd We're going to take off Monday, August 9th And we basically have like Four episodes before the Pre-season starts back up So we'll have, you know, pretty short off-season All things considered Right. So it's nice to see
1: Um So, my phone was blowing up this week. Uh, My Instagram was going off. Your Instagram was going off. I I can't believe the amount of trades, the signings. Uh, We have some crazy news with Marc-Andre Fleury going on this week that me and you kind of have a different take on. Uh, We need to get started with this, because if we don't get started on this right now, it will be like a two-hour, three-hour episode, I feel like. Yeah, I
0: think you're right.
1: Uh, so should we get into the trades here? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so for the trades this week, starting on July twenty fourth, uh, we have the Phil sorry Philadelphia Flyers acquiring uh, forward Cam Atkinson from the Columbus Blue Jackets in exchange for forward Jacob Voracek. Uh, I feel like that's like a. Um, it's an even deal, right there.
0: It's an even deal, but I think the Flyers are going to benefit more from it than the Blue Jackets will, just based on all the other picks that we're going to talk about. I mean, right. all the other trades and signings that Philadelphia made. Right. And I think Cam Atkinson overall is a better player than Jacob Voracek. I mm. don't know. I don't know why I feel that way, but
1: that's just my opinion on it. I think. Uh, I feel like Jake Voracek. Uh, he was always. I mean, he was always a good player. I think the past maybe two seasons or so, he's starting to kind of slow down. I don't know if that's age. But, uh, yeah, you're right, Cam Atkinson is uh, the better player. But I, I, I still feel like maybe Jake Voracek uh, may, might come out uh, guns blazing maybe next year. Yeah, it's, season. it's
0: a pretty clean one for one, too. I yeah. like to see
1: that. Exactly. So we got another trade, too. Uh, Florida Panthers acquire forward Sam Reinhardt from the Buffalo Sabres in exchange for 2022 first-round pick and goaltender Devon Levy uh, – Devon Levy. Uh, Devon Levy was the backup goaltender for uh, Team Canada for the World Juniors that we talked about uh, earlier in our uh, podcasting. So uh, I-, I like him. Uh, again, Dev- so Devon Levy is funny because uh, I want to bring up Melody Martin again because um, with all like the trades and everything, she keeps posting more and more. And she was confused. Like, who the hell is this Devon Levy guy? I'm like, uh, yeah, he's a great goaltender. You shouldn't be – uh too upset with this but um well she's also opposed to the rebuild and i mean getting reinhardt out of there
0: is uh right is tough is. to see but mm-hmm. obviously getting a first round pick for next year is right. is huge to reload on because they'll probably get another one for finishing in 32nd this right. season.
1: Panthers looking good throughout this entire they'll week. Yeah over your head. Yeah, it went right over my head. I said
0: they'll probably get a they'll they'll have a second first round pick from finishing 32nd this <laughs> season too. <laughs>
1: solid dude yeah nice nice high <laughs> high first round pick
0: um but yeah i mean devon devon levy however you say it is uh gonna be good for the future of
1: buffalo as well so right just gotta get on some time in the nhl ahl let him grow as a goaltender i can do the next two if you want you ready to do the next one yeah let's All do right. it uh
0: on july 26th the arizona coyotes acquired defenseman anton strawman from the florida panthers in exchange for a seventh round pick in the 2023 draft
1: I like him, man. Antoine Strawman was a big name back in the day when he was playing for the New York Rangers. I haven't really followed up with him ever since he left the Rangers. Uh, I I would say the fact that he's still in the NHL, probably still a decent guy. Um, And I think with the loss of
0: Oliver ekman Larson for them, it's not the same replacement, but it's a step down, but still something. Right. And a seventh-round pick is like jack shit, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, moving on from that, you good? Yep. Uh, Winnipeg Jets. Same day, acquired defenseman Brendan Dillon from the Washington Capitals in exchange for a second round pick in the 2022 NHL draft and a second round pick in the 2023 NHL draft. Feels like a steal. Uh, um, second round picks are pretty, pretty, pretty
1: big. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: and it's two of them.
1: So right. Uh, but Brendan Dillon, I mean, as we've seen with uh, him playing for the Washington Capitals, big dude. At uh, you know. Fucking, we'll get the job done. Uh, I think. I think Winnipeg Jets picked up a great play here for uh, two draft picks. And I I think
0: Washington knows they don't need like high, high picks for a rebuild. They just need good picks to get them by and maintain the young core that they have. Right. Right. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Because Winnipeg is mainly all young guys. Uh, Maybe we're gonna throw in a few. Maybe calling a Hellebuck. Maybe one of the uh, veterans on the team. But it's mainly young dudes playing on the. Wow. Um, so, do we want to start this right away? Yeah, we can, we can dive into we'll this We'll just dive now, in right. this right away. So, this week, uh, me and Chris were posting everything going on on our Instagram DMs and randomly at work, uh, I saw this DM and uh, it's maddening for me, at least to say at least. Uh, Chicago Blackhawks got Marc-Andre Flory from the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, we thought in exchange for no one, but it's actually Michael hacker rainin who yeah i guess is like yeah they said you know, future considerations future cause they hadn't decided who they
0: were going to do yet right. and it's
1: uh this guy <laughs> but yeah whatever this dude is uh i i don't like the way this all went down um i think the fact i was watching a video on kevin weeks uh that was saying uh, he called my country to say like hey like uh, what's your thoughts on you being traded? And uh, from what Kevin Weeks said, uh, Florida just like, yeah, I think I'm going to be traded. And he goes, no, no, you you were traded to Chicago Blackhawks. And uh, Kevin Weeks was saying, who's kind of just beside himself that you know Vegas Golden Knights never really came to him and said what the hell was going on. Um, we have Vegas GM Kelly McCrimmon that actually came out and said, yeah, news came out on uh, Twitter before we could say anything, but. I, I, it's it's just looking more and more like a scum move from the Vegas Golden Knights. We get that it's a, uh, we, we get that it's a business, and you got to carry out a business. You know, it's. It, I, I think I'm gonna
0: have to go ahead and disagree with that. Mm-hmm. I don't see it as a scum move. I heard that. The reason that he found out from Twitter was because the deal wasn't finalized, mm-hmm. and an agent or someone in the industry found out before it was finalized and leaked it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't supposed to be announced by anyone yet. Like right. It wasn't finalized from Vegas and Chicago first. Mm-hmm. Like They brought it to the table. They said, this is what we're thinking. And somehow it got out before it was completed. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't blame them, because you can't go up to them and be like, Mark, we're trading you to." Uh, Chicago, and then the deal falls through. Mark's pissed now because they're like, you're shopping me. Yeah. And the deal falls through, and now you're stuck with a pissed-off goalie. And he's like, I want out. I want to get traded now. Right. And now the ball's in his court. So you can't do that, I think. And it just kind of, the chips fell, and it doesn't look good, obviously. It doesn't look
1: good at all. But it's not their fault. I mean, you blame the guy that leaked it on Twitter. That's really it. You, yeah, you can blame the guy that leaked it on Twitter, but you can also be uh, you can also be a professional organization that you know it, it would be different. You know, it's it, it's weird to say it would be different for another player who's just like maybe like a rookie, or whatever. I think people would just wouldn't even give this a second look. But the fact that it's Marconi Flurry who's like up there with like one of the greats, like in goaltending, and, and like just in NHL history as like a goaltender, and you treat him. Uh, you just treat him this way as a guy who was brought into the Vegas Golden Knights was promised he was gonna be able to retire here in Vegas. Which
0: is always bullshit. You don't that's never a promise, it's never a guarantee. If you play mm-hmm. like shit, you're gonna go play in the AHL or we're gonna okay. move you, so that's not a real thing. I uh yeah, I just but, I, 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 mean, I don't
1: see don't don't see eye to eye on this, but I think I didn't but like, like the look way at, this happened. Look at the
0: way that things have been handled in the past. Look at Patrick Wah in in Montreal, the way he got pissed and wanted out. Right. Look at like yep. it, it's happened to bigger players than marc Andre Fleury mm-hmm. in the history right. of the NHL. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it was a slight. It was just that's how the business works, right. and it accidentally got leaked out. So
1: what the fuck are you gonna do about it? It you know? is what it is. I know. Uh, from what we've learned so far this week is that, uh, as of right now, Marc Andre Fleury is in Quebec with his family, uh, not knowing what to do. Uh, I did see right before recording this, that I, it was not confirmed, but there was, uh, yeah, I, I thought start we were thinking to bring that one up. Yeah. Yeah. No, we'll, I'll, I'll wait till next week or the following week. Cause hey, we'll learn more, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll skip that. So we, we again, we don't know what the hell, uh, confirmed what Marc Andre Fleury is going to do. Um, Cause he doesn't, you know. There I, was talk I think about him the,
0: retiring. I think the worst part of it is, like, what Vegas got for him. Like, that's insane. Like, you could have not sold so high on Flurry, but you could have gotten more than a prospect that I've never heard of before. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh my god, yeah, you could have.
1: I don't know. You got like this Vesna. You have this Vesna winner who took you guys to the playoffs every season since you guys became an expansion team. Uh, I, I mean. You, you could get so much from Marc-Andre Fleury. And I think it's just kind of slap in the face for him to be like, oh, I'm just worth this dude no one even knows that you traded me off to Chicago for. Like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It just doesn't really add it, up to it me. It doesn't add up at all. And it's I, I don't like it. I, we, me and you both don't see eye eye, eye on this. but That's because you're I've, just fanboying over him, as usual. <laughs> anyway... Uh, we're going to, uh, I mean, we're taking next week off, but the following week, I'm sure we'll have a lot more information on this. Um, so, I don't know. We just got to wait and see what Marc Andre does. There's talk about him retiring or yeah, going to Chicago. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see we'll what see. happens. Yeah. You go from Vegas, which is nice and warm or hot because you're in the fucking desert, to Chicago, the windy city. I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah, I don't like it. You're okay with it. No, I mean I'm not like?
0: okay with it. I'm not upset with Flurry finding out over Twitter because that's nobody's fault. Right. The only thing I'm really upset about, honestly, is like how why would Vegas even want a prospect for him? Like why wouldn't you get something more? That's really it. Right.
1: I don't know. I don't know. It's what it is. I, I mean, right now it is. It Every, is everything what it else is. is kind
0: of a he said they said situation.
1: You yeah. Know what I mean, and that's the problem with all of this is just like you're hearing information saying uh, we saw Kevin Weeks saying. Yeah, we said we heard Kevin Weeks say this, and now we got uh, Vegas GM Kelly McCrimmon saying this, and it's just like, who the fuck do you believe? Mm. And I I don't know. It is what it is, and the problem is, mock on your flurry. No matter what, it'll be years down the road. It'll be after he retired, and he will still won't be that guy to be like, this is what actually happened, and my you know point of view and he'll just leave it as is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He's not one to make a big scene. No, not at all. His agent does though. His agent likes to tweet up pictures of him with a sword through his fucking
1: back. Yeah. P- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So moving on from that. Uh, on July 27th, we had the Colorado Avalanche acquire defenseman Curtis McDermott from the Seattle Kraken in exchange for a fourth round pick in the 2023 NHL draft. I think this is what started uh, this week me noticing that sec- uh, Seattle Kraken was already looking in the future. Uh, I feel like they were, you know, they are trading a bunch of plays for a lot of uh, like 2022, 2023 draft picks. So. You know, they already got the expansion draft picks, but they're I, they're already looking future-wise like, hey, we need to get, you know, throughout the years, we need to start picking up these great players.
0: And I almost feel like they drafted their players, like, in the expansion draft this year for the future. Like, they're not really like – like I said last episode, they're not Vegas, yeah. and I don't think that they're looking to be a Vegas. I think they – Like I said, as well, they're in a division where they could slide into playoffs, fourth seed. You know, maybe barely miss out, which is which is fine for a brand new team. Um, And if they look at the future, then now you're setting yourself up for success and basically seeing what you have to work with these next couple of
1: years. Exactly. So it's you're right. It's just it's totally not like Vegas where uh, the expansion draft was like, hey, this is the team that's going to take us for the next few years. This is Seattle being like, we're gonna. We're gonna take these players, but in like a certain way. Where this player that we took from the expansion draft, we can trade him through in the postseason or off season yeah. for someone else, and like, and that's what they've been doing. So, in a smart, different kind of way, this is what we've been seeing this entire week at Seattle Kraken.
0: And another thing that I thought was really funny too. Um I forget the player that was involved in the three way trade with Nashville, but he basically like was sent through Nashville to another team. Mm-hmm. And they tweeted out, like, thanks for all the memories. And it was like the dude, like, photoshopped in a Nashville jersey for like, because <laughs> he was only there for like 20 minutes. And they think Seattle did the same thing for Curtis McDermott.
1: Oh, no. Uh, you're thinking about Vitek Vanacek.
0: Oh, yeah. They did it for Vanacek, too. They picked uh Vitek- They did it for
1: McDermott as well. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about him. But yeah, they uh, picked up Vitek Vanacek in the expansion draft. And then, like, what, two weeks later, um, they, send, they send Vitek Vancek back to Washington. Yeah, for not even a, a, week, a week later. A week later for a um, a draft pick. And so they put up a thing saying, thank you, Vitek Vancek, with, like, a Photoshop Seattle Kraken yeah. jersey. Killing it. Killing it on social media. So now we got uh, the Winnipeg Jets acquired defenseman Nate Schmidt from the Vancouver Canucks in exchange for a third-round pick in the 2022 NHL draft. I really like Nate Schmidt on um, – on the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, I think he's a great, great. Uh, yeah, uh, sorry, Nate Schmidt on the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, he's, a I don't great, know. Uh, he's a great softball player, too. Yeah, did you, you, you see that? That little catch cash awesome. he got? That was sick. But, yeah, I do like him. I feel like it's kind of a steal for them for a third round pick in the 2022 draft. Uh, again, Winnipeg Jets uh, picking up some guys here throughout this week. What yeah, they're think about look, they're
0: looking to They're looking to build, and I think Vancouver is looking to work from the bottom up. Mm-hmm.
1: So. They're looking to build. But it's not like a full rebuild. I think Winnipeg Jets are trying to stay, no, no. B- stay build, where they're build at. Build different
0: yeah. than rebuild. Building around what they have. Yeah, yeah, a Rebuild okay. is like from the ground right. up.
1: gotcha. Uh, so moving on, we got the Chicago Blackhawks. They acquire forward Tyler Johnson and a second-round pick in the 2023 NHL draft from the Tampa Bay Lightning in exchange for Brent Seabrook. Um, Way to go,
0: Chicago. Way to go. Tyler Johnson's like a really good player and getting a pick as well. All that for just Brent Seabrook, who's kind of aging. I feel like he's on the back nine of his career.
1: Uh, Seabrook was, I remember back in the day, 2010, when they won the Cup, Brent Seabrook was the guy. Uh, I feel like throughout the years, though, like any other player, age starts to hit and he starts to kind of slow down. Uh, So I I wouldn't say complete loss, um, but I don't know. Even trade? would you say? No, I think Chicago won on this one. Chicago definitely won? Yeah, I think so. Uh,
0: Tampa can definitely use veteran presence on the back end, and uh, that'll be good help for their deep playoff runs that they're used
1: to. Right, 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 right. Uh, moving on, we got the Calgary Flames. They acquired Nikita Zadorov uh, from the Chicago Blackhawks in exchange for a third-round pick in the 2022 NHL draft. Uh, as we've noticed, uh, Chicago Blackhawks uh, making moves here, which they kind of have to Chicago Blackhawks and another team where they're kind of in the middle of a rebuild from uh what happened last season and uh they they had to I I feel like after last season this you know postseason this you know offseason whatever you want to call it uh you would you would think like Chicago Blackhawks would be out here trying to make moves and uh we're definitely seeing it I think I,
0: I think with all the moves and the signings that they've had this could be the thing that puts them over the hump and gets them into the
1: second round of the playoffs kind right. of thing, you know? Right, for sure. Um, moving on from that, you got the Carolina Hurricanes. They acquired defenseman Ethan Bear from the Edmonton Oilers in exchange for Warren Fogle. Uh, Two guys we really don't know anything about, but yeah.
0: uh, we thought it was interesting because Bear was traded for a second round draft pick like last week, wasn't he? Right, yeah. Or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, right. Ethan Bear was also the.
1: Um, Ethan Bear is also the. Isn't his indigenous to? Uh... Oh, that's right. He was on Edmonton. Yeah, yeah. he was on Edmonton. He's probably, I remember they were showing the the indigenous. Uh, what writing, do you call right? it? The writing yeah. for uh, his last name, which was sick. Um, so yeah, that's. I mean, that's. I don't know. Interesting trade. Uh, Vegas Golden Knights acquire Ford Evgeny Malkin. Dodonov. <laughs> yeah. Right. I <laughs> know. Uh, Getting dad enough, dad enough from Ottawa. Senate is in exchange for defenseman Nick Holden and a 2022 3rd round draft pick. That's going to be huge for Vegas. Yeah, big, big move. Uh, Nick Holden, good. Uh, I mean, Nick Holden's a good player. I feel like uh, he, he showed up this year in the in the postseason. I
0: didn't really know too much about him beforehand, but oh, he, didn't, he yeah. played well this this postseason. He did really
1: well. Uh, but uh, when we see um, when we saw the Vegas Golden Knights uh, cap uh, salary. Like right now, they're evened out. Like they have zero dollars left in the cap. So the fact that, like, like they knew what they had to do. And but no, they, they just traded um, Flurry's contract. So that's free money too. They'd have to pay that seven mil. So that'll open up. I could have swore as we talked. We talked uh, yesterday or the day before and we looked at the caps, already, It's down to like just an even zero. Yeah, but that's not. Like, the same way that the,
0: we'll get to the Bruins later with Krejci, mm-hmm. his money isn't taken off of their cap space on that site either, and they won't oh, have to pay him oh, next year. Okay. So gotcha. that'll That'll be money that'll that they can play okay, with Okay, cool.
1: Yep, I didn't know that. Uh, moving on from that, we have the Calgary Flames. Uh, they acquired goaltender, Dan Vladar, from the Boston Bruins in exchange for a 2022 third-round draft pick. Uh, so this— it, It's kind of weird for me to see things like this because
0: you've taken the time to develop this prospect— and you, you have something that's working, and you trade him for a pick that eventually becomes another prospect that you have to take three, four years to develop, mm-hmm. and then he gets there, and then what? You trade him for a pick? Right. And then it's like just rinse and repeat. It's like, what the fuck are we what doing? What are you doing? I yeah. don't know. I, I, I didn't get this at all. I, I understand it in the sense of like you're going to get a draft pick, but it's like you've gotten not really anything out of Ladar yet.
1: Right, N- nothing. And w- from what we've seen is they brought up, they they had uh, goaltender issues. Uh, Bru- Bruins had goaltender issues uh, toward, like, I don't know, late season or whatever. And they brought up uh, Jeremy Swayman. They brought up Dan Vladar. Uh, Jeremy Swayman kind of took that spot. But with Tukor out, you have Yaroslav Halak gone. Wouldn't you think, like, Dan Vladar and Jeremy Swayman would be, like, the two pickups? But I saw this week that, you know, they got rid of Dan Vladar. So I'm like, what what the hell are they doing? We'll, we'll get to it later well, we'll because get they did it.
0: pick up another goalie. But, um... The other thing that I'm looking at is the fact that, that you just mentioned Swayman comes up and outperforms Vladar, who's been in the system longer than Swayman. Right. Maybe they see it as a depreciating asset, and now it's let's sell high on him, and a third round pick is the best that we'll get out of him. Right. If we wait another year or two, maybe it becomes a fifth, sixth, seventh round pick. Maybe. You know? Yeah. So.
1: so sell him, I say. Yep. Could be, you know? Right. So uh, moving on, we got Washington Capitals. They acquired goalie Vitek Vanacek from the Kraken in exchange for the, uh, sorry, a 2023 second round pick in the 2023 NHL draft. Again, Seattle Kraken looking ahead, as I talked about earlier. Then we got Colorado Avalanche acquire goalie Darcy Kemper from the uh, Arizona Coyotes in exchange for defenseman Connor Timmins, a first round pick in the twenty two sorry twenty twenty two NHL Draft and a conditional third round pick in the twenty twenty four Draft. Uh, a good pickup from Colorado Avalanche, especially after. Um, Not be able to get uh, Philip Grubauer, so they're going to need that top goalie. And Darcy Kemper has been uh, fantastic for uh, Arizona Coyotes. I think it'll be a great fit for Colorado Avalanche. Probably not as good um, as Philip Grubauer, but they need a solid uh, keeper in net. And I think Darcy Kemper is going to be a good move for them. And I think this is the right move for Arizona as well.
0: Um, Sell high on Darcy Kemper. Get your picks back that you missed out on this year and call it a day. Right. Done.
1: Uh, so we got July 29th, The New York Rangers acquired forward Ryan Reeves, which is massive from the Vegas Golden Knights in exchange for a third round pick in the twenty twenty two draft. Uh, steel? I don't think steel. Like
0: a third round pick is is a pretty I don't know pretty big asset for a guy like Ryan Reeves that's playing fourth line minutes doesn't really put points up on the board. Like mm-hmm. obviously he has that uh, that presence and. Um, the word I'm looking for. He's got that grid on the ice to protect your highly skilled players. It's a great market for Ryan Reeves to go to because right. it's it's New York. It's the biggest market out there. That was the first thing you said to me. You're yeah. like, what? Are, like yeah, what I market mean, th- to be? Think in? about how much of a personality he is for Vegas, and I mean Vegas is arguably probably maybe the third best market in the NHL behind I don't know Chicago, maybe yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. But either way, um, I don't know. Third round picks pretty pretty high for if you think about it. I, I mean this term. Nicely, but like a goon, you know what I mean. Right, he's not really like you know putting points up, but mm-hmm. does
1: does the other stuff on the ice. Right. So, uh, so we're gonna move on to signings. Uh, big, big signings this week, and when I say big, I mean just a long list of signings this week. Uh, this is where my phone started blowing up, and let's get to it, buddy. So we got on the 24th. We have the Colorado Avalanche. They signed Kale McCarr to six years, 54 million dollars, with the nine million dollars uh, a year average. Uh, big pickup. Well, I would not say pickup, but big extension for uh, Colorado Avalanche. I think Kale McCarr is uh, well worth that money. Do you think? I feel like every time you see the Colorado Avalanche like logo, you like Kael McCarr seems to be like a uh, person that comes up.
0: Yeah, but what I think this does for everyone else, it kind of shoeholes everyone else in in uh, in the league into this is what a defenseman of Kael McCarr's caliber looks like. So the Bruins are going to look at um, Charlie McAvoy when his contract comes up and say, "Well, you're better than not better than, but." You're, you yeah. know, on par right. with Kale McCarr. We'll probably have to pay you more than that. Right. Adam Fox, when his contract's up. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: even there was, a, there was another one, but I'm just rattling here mm-hmm. so we can keep going. Okay, cool. Uh, so you got Detroit Red on the 25th. We have the Detroit Red Wings making some moves here with Mark Stahl for a one year, two million dollar contract. Uh, they need the guys at Detroit Red Wings. I mean, we did a whole episode on them, and uh, they need. They need all the help they can get. I think Moxell is a good pickup, but as we saw with, um, uh, who's, the, who's the team we were talking about that had the players? Oh, Buffalo Sabres. As we saw Buffalo Sabres last year, I mean, you can have the players, but if you guys can't connect well, man, like, it just, it doesn't work. So we'll see what this is. I know Mark Stahl's a great player. He was really he great player for uh, New York Rangers when he was playing, so maybe he can do something. I think what Detroit's looking at here is we
0: have a lot of young players in our locker room, a lot of prospects coming up to play third, fourth-line minutes, so get you a get a better guy there. like Mark Stahl to show them the ropes right, and exactly. show them
1: what it takes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on the 26th, you have the Winnipeg Jets signing Paul Stastny to one year at 3.75 mil. Uh, Florida Panthers sign Sam Bennett to a four-year, seventeen point six mil, which is a four point fill. Uh, sorry, four point four mil a year average. Um, that's a big one for Sammy. That's a big one. Yep, Sam Bennett's. Great player for Florida Panthers.
0: I would lock him up. I think he proved himself in the postseason, too, even though they didn't go too far. Yep. Um, what he brought to their game against uh, – their series against Tampa Bay was was big. Was excellent. Yep, yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, definitely deserving of that. And they locked him up for four years, which Paul is Stazdy's good. Paul Stasdy's still getting good money, too, for his age. Right, exactly. Uh, okay, moving on to the 27th. Uh, this is the big one here, too. So you got Colorado Avalanche. They signed Gabriel Landeskog. To eight years, $56 million, which is $7 million a year average. Uh, solid. They just, like, here's this. Here's the uh, daughter line hair, sign here, and uh, we got you locked in for eight years. Yeah, I
0: sent you a nice meme earlier today, Landis Gog and Makar. Demanding nine mil plus, and then it's uh, he's shaking his hand. It's McKinnon taking a huge pay cut to keep the team together. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just trying his hardest to yeah, just right. like let's be a good team. <laughs> uh, so after that, we got Florida Panthers. Uh, they signed Brennan Montour to a three-year, ten point five mil, which is three point five mil a year average. Uh, we got Winnipeg Jets with Eric Comrie for one year, which is seven hundred fifty thousand. Uh, Boston Bruins signed Mike Riley to three years, nine mil which is a $3 million a year average. Uh, Montreal Canadiens making a big move here with Joel Armia, which is four years, 13.6 mil, uh, which is 3.4 mil year average. Uh, Joel Armia was uh, a great addition here too. I think he proved himself another uh, player in the playoffs that we saw for Montreal Canadiens uh, during that whole push, even up to the um, Stanley Cup Finals there that I think he was just a – great player so i think he deserves i agree this. and then i think on the other side of the spectrum you see a mike riley making
0: just about the same money as joel armia but mm-hmm. i don't really think he should be personally like- right I don't know. That seems like I saw that too, and I'm like, "Eh." like he's a good defenseman. Don't get me wrong, but Joel Armia is making four hundred thousand more than him a year, and it's like Joel Armia is like nine times better. You know, right? I don't know. I think he's
1: head and shoulders above him. But I think when Uh, Mike Riley saw what Boston Bruins was going for, they're just like, yeah, I'll sign that. And then
0: uh, I mean, we need we need good defensemen on the back end in Boston, right? Uh, And then Brandon Montour. uh, Don't know too much about him. A lot of time on the ice. A lot of up and down minutes. Uh, I think that's a good
1: you know good lock in for Florida. Exactly. Uh, Florida making some moves. Here. Montreal Canadiens locking people up, and then speaking of locking people up, a guy that's just never going to move at all is Washington Capitals. You get Alexander Ovechkin uh, signs a five-year, forty-seven point five mil, which is nine point five million average with uh, Washington uh, locks him up. He's not going. He's like he's not going anywhere.
0: It's oh. just like him on the power play. He's not going anywhere. He's, he's not going anywhere. to stand, in in he's spot and stand there the in his
1: spot. He's going to sit there, just like just. Stick, just hanging on his legs, just kind of waiting. And that puts him
0: at uh, 40 years of age at the end of that contract, too. So he'll be playing until he's 40. The Russian machine never
1: breaks, buddy. Yeah. Allegedly. He's <laughs> <laughs> killing it. Did you see his son? They showed his son. They line up all the pucks, and he's like, shoot it on net, and he's just crushing it, just right in the net, like no problem at his yeah. age. What is he, three, four years old? tell you. Crushing it. tell you, man, those Russians are born with skates on their feet. Uh, moving on we got the st Louis Blues Pavel Buchnevich which four years 23.2 mil uh that's 5.8 um, uh, million dollars a year and then the Vancouver Canucks signing Connor garland which is five years 24.7 mil uh that's 4.95 mil a year uh Pavel Buchnevich, I think a great pickup by St Louis Blues a lot um, of money for we'll him feel.
0: though yeah he hasn't like I, I don't think he's fully proven himself in the in the league yet
1: right but, and I think that's a hefty price to pay for them. But if you were to compare both St. Louis Blues and the New York Rangers as a team, do you, think, do you feel like it's kind of like the same kind of setup? I think it to? is,
0: but I think one is on the rise and one's on the decline. Right. I think
1: St. Louis is on the decline there.
0: Oh, wow. I where saying, I where the Rangers difference. are on the way up. Uh, okay because they're they're rebuilding and on their way up in in their division in my opinion with all the young young talent they have adam fox okay you know uh, they got panarin from columbus Mm -hmm. and then st louis kind of like like i've said before i think they were a flash in the pan kind of thing uh fourth seed getting bounced in the first round and they're both in that area because the rangers just missed playoffs i think as like the fifth seed Mm -hmm. so i mean i don't know i think next year maybe we see st louis sitting out and the Rangers being in, not obviously, sorry, no, not no. obviously one over the other, but I think, you know,
1: St. Louis sitting out and the Rangers being in. Right. That's what I think. That's a good, that's a good opinion. I was thinking uh, something different, completely different, but, yeah, you may make a good point. I was thinking for some reason um, St. Louis Blues were just going to – but, yeah, you're right. I think we talked about this with Jordan Benton where, like, he had his thing and now it was just – I think the team as a whole, like – it's like the definition of a flash in the pan. They were
0: dead last in January. It's like a crazy story that shouldn't have happened, honestly. Like there was probably zero odds from Vegas on them winning the cup. I think someone like cashed in big time. Like maybe threw 100 500 bucks on them and fucking made bank. Holy shit. Yeah, he threw it on them when they were like dead last and it was like the only opportunity for them to get there. Holy and shit. that was like that
1: was like the <laughs> ticket, you know. <laughs> uh moving on from that, uh, we have on the 28th we have the Anaheim Ducks signing veteran goalie Brian Elliott to a one-year nine hundred thousand uh, dollar contract here. What is up with Anaheim uh, bringing in these like these veteran? It's all veteran dudes here. Like, who's the? They gotta be one of the oldest teams in the league. They have to be. I mean, like, they just lost Ryan Miller, so he's a good replacement for him, I think. I mean, again, Ryan Miller just veteran dude. Like, who's who's the youngest guy on that ice? Uh, Gibson, the goalie. No, uh, they have Zegras on the ice too. Oh, Zegers, they're, they're, too. They're pulling up prospects too. They're in a pretty shit situation. I, I think. Mean, I mean, the ducks, man. Just like I don't, I don't know. They just, they're not the. T- I feel like they should have. I don't know. Maybe they're looking for the veteran dude. Maybe Ryan Miller was the good veteran guy that was helping out uh, Gibson, but now they're just like, all right, let's find another veteran guy to you know help him out. Yeah. Maybe that. Maybe this is a way to uh, keep Brian Elliott. Also, he, he's
0: older, but I would say he's like. Three four years behind what Halak is now, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. He, he's that guy that can show up to any team, make a short amount of money, and overperform his contract.
1: He he did the same thing with the Flyers when Carter Hart wasn't you know wasn't doing good. Remember they Flyers took Carter Hart out and Brian Elliott was just yeah. like a starter, and he did really well. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So like they'll it's like hey we'll only pay you again like hundred grand, and Brian Elliott plays like he's getting fucking two million a season. Yeah, you know? he plays like he should get two million a season. Right, I exactly, mean, you know? right. Uh, so we got the Arizona Coyotes signing Ryan Zingle, one year, one point one mil. Um, and then you got the National Predators signing David Riddick to a one year, one point twenty five mil. Uh, Riddick's been kind of all over the place. I feel like they National Predators need that. Uh, would you say backup? Good backup for yeah. UC Saros. I think Saros, and I think David Riddick, Riddick is uh, a good little backup for him. I don't know if he's going to be the as good of a backup as. Uh, Usually, Saros or you know um, uh, Pekarina, but uh, they need a solid backup. I think David Riddick's a guy, and especially for one year, one point two five mil. Uh, I think they they picked up a good great guy here. So for the Buffalo Sabres, uh, another goalie here, Craig Anderson uh, signed for one year with seven hundred fifty uh, thousand dollars. There was talk about him. I think that, it wasn't talk about him, but I think he said he's going to retire after last season or this uh, this postseason or whatever the hell and uh i get. i think buffalo Sabres is just like hey man we'll we'll give you seven hundred fifty thousand to play for us one year And he's like All right, yeah let me do it i don't remember seeing that but yeah you're probably right i yeah. just don't remember it yep um and then you have the boston bruins this is where that dan vladar and took you know kind of disappearing uh they sign linus omark to a i thought like maybe like a one-year thing four-year 20 million dollars uh so this is like who, who was the starter in Buffalo
0: last season or who's the other goalie in Buffalo? Uh
1: Buffalo was oh god there there's Linus Olmark and then there was
0: I'll pull it up. You can go in on your opinion.
1: Yeah. So here's where So I don't want to sound like a Bruins guy, but you know, it's, that's all we see here. So it's kind of like I we kind of know more about that here. Tu is out. He's still UFA. No one's I'm picked gonna, him up. I'm going to jump in here if i find right, the answer to Aaron Dell.
0: Aaron Dell. There's in, uh Anderson, and Dustin Tokarski. So it must have been Aaron Dell and uh last year? Hallmark last Hallmark year. That's last weird. Year. I don't remember seeing Aaron Dell at all. But Arundel. I also didn't fucking turn on the Sabres
1: game at all. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so Linus does Hallmark – sorry, Aaron, right, let me go back here. So Tukorask, UFA currently right now. Unsigned. But uh, Tukaras is actually going through surgery. Uh, from what is projected, he won't return to any game until late next season. Uh, just in time to shit the bed. Just in time to shit the bed. The Bruins ship Yaroslav <laughs> Halak. Well, it didn't ship him, but they didn't sign him. So Yaroslav Halak signs that one year deal with Vancouver Canucks. Now what? Okay, in my head, you have Dan Vladar and you have Jeremy Swayman. Sick, right? Nope. Dan Vladar goes to the that's Calgary not sick. Flames. Why would that be sick? Well, it w- it would say like, hey, like Dan, you have Dan Vladar and Jeremy Swayman as the goalies now. Since which is his not good. Is you don't think so? No, that's terrible. So you're thinking like, pick someone up, pick someone up. Yeah, okay. I
0: mean, like they're both way too young. Clearly, Vladar, I don't think was ready to take on that role. They did fill like I think Swayman really carried the weight, but mm-hmm. they filled in fine for what ten games while Tuka was out. But if you gave them the full 82-game season for the two of them, I think they would get exposed quickly. Right. Okay. all right. Yeah. That's just my opinion. No, I it.
1: can definitely see your opinion now. It, it was de- very different from mine. But I think this says, too, is that um, Linus Allmark for four years is a, a, a big signing because that means we have no idea what the hell the Bruins are going to do with Tugarask. Rask. Uh, they said they left the door open for Tugaras Rask to come back. But in the meantime, he's still UFA. There's no contract on the table for him. Any team could pick him up. Uh, again, we talked about why he's still UFA and why would another team pick him up uh, when he's out, he's going to be injured and may not return until late next season. So we don't know what the hell's going on going on with Ras. So Yeah, have- and I mean that goes
0: both ways. Like we don't know if the Bruins are trying to talk. He doesn't want to talk. We don't know if there's been an offer and he's shopping the market. We don't know if he's talking to other teams. Right. Like we know nothing. So anything, anything's possible. Anything. What this tells me is I don't think they're going to sign Tuca because right now he makes 7 mil. Mm-hmm. He is probably due for more money, in my opinion, uh, mm-hmm. being like the third-best goalie in the league based on statistics. And I don't think the Bruins are going to pay $12 million out no. of an 82 mil cap no. on goaltending.
1: And if this says anything to me, is if, when an if Tuca even comes back, it's, hey, we signed Linus Omar to this contract. You're gonna get a pay cut and a half, and we're maybe one. That's not gonna happen. You don't know, think there's like, like no chance? Like, but he that's, wouldn't sign that's that. what he'd I'm walk. saying. Yeah, it's walk. like one or two year contract, maybe, and it's not gonna be that much. So, we're probably gonna see Tugares walk, go somewhere else, maybe retire. No, no way he retires. He's like he's gonna retire. No, that's not an option. Uh, he's like in his prime right now, I would say. But this, yeah, you're right. But this is kind of showing me that, yeah, you're right. Maybe the Bruins are uh, possibly I think. moving on. Because, I mean, you have Allmark, and like you said, Allmark and
0: Swayman, that sounds better. Yeah. I don't really, I'm not a huge fan of Allmark. I think he's going to underperform with the Bruins, personally. Right. Um, I think he did really well in Buffalo, but there were so many better names on the market that the Bruins could have went after and got, Right. even for that price point. Um, I didn't I, like I this know. sign.
1: I, I did not like this sign. Again, um, there were just so many better options. I, I don't, I don't know. It, it is what it is. Um. I don't know. It just is what it is. Let's move on from that because, you know, maybe I said the same thing. You know what funny shit is that I said the same thing about Yaroslav Halak when the Bruins picked him up, and then he just, like, he performed well since that pickup. I'm like, I remember saying, like, what the hell is the Bruins doing? But I, I don't know. What They seem to know what the fuck they're so, so looking at, at just it? signings, not trades, right?
0: We're gonna, right. I'm just going to rattle off. We're going to get into a lot of these later, too. Right. going to rattle off the names that were goalies that were signed. Garland, dumbass question. Garland's a player, right? He's not a goalie. Right. All right. Um, Brian Elliott, David Riddick, Craig Anderson, uh, obviously Ly- Linus Allmark. Mm-hmm. We're going to get into Anthony Anti Ranta later. Um, I didn't write the name down for this one. That's fucked. My bad. Um, oh, no. Yeah, that's fine. It's one of them. <laughs> um and I think the, uh, Legace Mike Smith. Oh, I see you now. <laughs> Peter Mrazek, Yaroslav Halak, Frederick Anderson, Martin Jones, Philip Grubauer. They're like, if you're looking for a long-term commitment, like you did with uh, Olmark of five year, uh, four years, twenty mil. Mm-hmm. Philip Grubauer signed six years, and he's making an extra nine hundred thousand over him. So you could have gotten Grubauer for a little bit extra money. James Reimer. These are just other names that were out there, and they just picked – I don't know. I I think it's because they have a good relationship with Buffalo, and it's easy to work with them and make things happen. I don't don't know. I I don't know.
1: I think there were better options. Want to keep going down the list? Yeah, where do we leave off?
0: So Detroit Red Wings uh, found a home for Pius Suter, two years, 6.5 mil, 3.25 AAV. And um, Chicago, I think, missed the boat on this guy. They totally should have locked him up for more. He overperformed, and I think he got overpaid by Detroit, but it's good to see them lock him up. Um, I believe it was – that was the one that I
1: missed was Jake Bean. Mm -hmm. Jake Bean, that was it. Yep. Let me write it down. (laughs) Jake Beans, buddy. That was 3-7 mil. There we go. All right, I'll fill that in if you want to keep rattling off. Yep. was that after that, so the L.A. Kings now. Next. Yeah. So we got the L.A. Kings. They sent Andre – I'm sorry, Andreas you. So, L.A. Uh, Athanasius is a good player. I think uh, every time you watch like an L.A. game, Athanasius is always on the ice. He's always got something to do with the puck. I wouldn't say like, I wouldn't say like a great player that you would sign for like two or three years. Oh, dude, no, we're, we're way higher than this. Yeah, exactly. So no, we're like, you're in the wrong section. Way higher than this.
0: I just we just did Linus Allmark, and then I just did uh, Pius Suter. So we're at a uh, New Jersey Devils signed Dougie Hamilton for seven years, sixty three mil nine mil AAV right now. Oh, here we go. Yep, uh, that was probably one of the biggest signs of uh, of the offseason so far, don't you think? Yeah, Dougie, that is for so sure. much money for him. I think he was a great presence in Carolina. He's a great um, a great like quiet leader. I I think from what I can tell. But nine mil is a lot of money for him. I don't right. put him in the same category as a Kale McCarr, as an Adam Fox, no, uh, as a Charlie McAvoy, personally. But no,
1: but he was, Dougie was good with the Bruins, uh, and then when he went to Carolina, he made his mark there. Uh, you know, teach me how to Dougie and shit, and uh, I don't know that I don't know if he's going to be a great fit with the New Jersey Devils, but. Um, but they really wanted him with the and 63 mil. so they really locked him I think him he up. will be, because I think he'll
0: be the guy to turn the franchise around with them. The franchise is going to grow with him, and he's kind of like
1: a young leader for them. He's not young, young, but, you know, not mm-hmm. a veteran leader either. It's kind of funny seeing the New Jersey Devils franchise, I wouldn't say tank, but, like, kind of fall apart after Marty Bordeaux kind of left. You know what I'm saying? Like... I wouldn't say full fall apart, but, like, started to realize, like, oh, shit, like, we banked on Marty Brodeur for, like, how many years? Like, it's kind of – we got to start to, like, kind of not rebuild, but be like, okay, we need – Yes and and
0: no. I think they built around Marty Brodeur a lot with the teams that they brought together Mm -hmm. um, back then, and I don't think it, like, really went off the tracks after he left. I think it's been a slow decline. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they really – hit rock bottom maybe two, three. No, they were in the Stanley Cup like, uh, what, seven years ago? They seven played the Rangers ago, something, something like that. that yeah. But, yeah, like, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say they really fell apart no. fully. I feel like... Um, they are in the
1: same position as the Rangers. Because you remember when... Um... Oh my god, I just had his name in my head. Um, who's the goalie that backed up uh, Marty Boudour? Um God, he always had, like, the CCM or Reebok, Glove and Blocker and then Vaughn Pads. Um... This is going to kill me. God, I want to say Scott Wedgwood so bad, but it's not him. He's not in the NHL anymore, but he backed up. This is going to kill me. I'm going to randomly say it in the in the podcast Yeah, He but, played in uh, Vancouver too, didn't he? He played in Vancouver. Oh, my God. He, he backed know, up you know Luongo. He backed up Luongo. Corey Schneider. Corey Schneider. Corey Schneider Corey backed up um, Mario Boudreau. Mario Boudreau kind of showed him the way and shit. And when Mario Boudreau left for St. Louis Blues, he became that starter. And he did not – to what I think New Jersey thought he was going to do. That's when they shipped him out to Vancouver. And then from then, I think they started having issues with goaltending until Mackenzie Blackwood came in. Mackenzie Blackwood has rarely became this starting goalie that, you know, when he becomes UFA, I feel like New Jersey Devils needs to – I think they will lock him up, They too. need to lock him up. That, yep. could, that could be their guy. Exactly. Exactly. And um, I think that's when – before, in the middle between Corey Schneider leaving, oh, sorry, Corey Schneider and uh, Mackenzie Blackwood, I think that's when New Jersey started uh, realizing again what you said. They, they built didn't have the like a concrete,
0: like, you know, plan. A building stone.
1: Right, exactly. Exactly. Oh, nailed it right there. Uh, so moving on, we got the Carolina Hurricanes. They signed Auntie Ranta to a two year, $4 million contract. Um, solid move by them Antirante has always been uh, one of my favorite goalies to watch He's very different it, It'll be a bigger market for him to get exposed to too like, Right, exactly I th- it, it, As much as Carolina is not a bigger market They get more media exposure than the Coyotes do currently mm-hmm. uh, Moving on we got the Montreal Canadiens signing Mike Hoffman To a three year $13.5 million contract Mike Hoffman, um, why well, can't I remember, what, what did he play before? Florida. Florida. He went there from uh, Ottawa. Yep. Uh, Mike Hoffman's a good pickup for Montreal. Uh, Highly skilled player, but you don't hear too much about
0: him. There's another player that was in Columbus that was kind of like him. Uh, right. Matt Duchesne. Matt Duchesne. You see his name a lot, but you don't really like see him too much. Right, you know what right. I mean?
1: I think Montreal throughout this entire thing is uh, it's trying to stay where they were at oh, last yeah. season. They, they felt that push, push. Were like, we're like we're close we're closer we, than we think we exactly. are let's not make crazy moves, let's make good signings and I think that's what you see in Montreal do uh, uh, go, like right now uh, so on the 29th we got Columbus Blue Jackets signing Zach Wierinski to a 68-57.5 million dollar contract uh, good move by Columbus uh, we're going to see Columbus uh, a few times here they're really starting to try to make moves here and be the team that they once were Uh, When they had, um, uh, sorry, when they had um, Sergei Bobrovsky be, you know, the guy before moving to to Florida. And then you had uh, Jonas Corposalo, his backup. When they were like a solid all-around team. And I think that's where the Columbus Blue Blue Jackets are trying to be again. They're trying to be that solid all-around team uh, to make it to the playoffs, to make it past uh, where they were. Because remember when – uh, what was two or three seasons ago, I remember, um, Columbus came in eighth place overall versus um, Tampa, and, Tampa upset and upset them. Uh, f- and they, they had that little run for, like, two more uh, rounds. No, uh, not two more rounds. I think, just I the think they round? got swept the
0: next round, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Because yeah. they swept Tampa, and then I think they got reverse swept. Right.
1: I think, uh, I think they want to get back to that. And uh, we're definitely seeing that. And
0: while we're there, we actually did not write this one down. Uh, the Blackhawks signed Seth, Seth Jones to an eight-year, $76 million extension, which, quick math, I want to say that's $8 million per year. Um, that's another um, Columbus defenseman that is is highly touted, like Zach Wierenski. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they could have kept both. I think Wawrenski is the better player to go with for them because they're par like they should be fully rebuilding, mm-hmm. and he's younger and like better off. Uh, Seth Jones is like one of the best defensemen in the league. Another player that you don't see a lot of coverage on, like a Ryan Ellis as a
1: defenseman, who we also saw move.
0: Did we cover that one yet or no?
1: No, no, yeah, okay, think. yeah. I'm gonna see if that one's on here, but you can keep going. Okay, cool. Uh, another. I mean, Montreal Canadiens yet again here. They signed Matthew Parole to a uh, one-year $950,000 contract. I think we did Seth Jones and Ryan Ellis last week, so yeah, that's we my did. bad. But yeah, whatever, no, no worries. Um, and then we have the Columbus Blue Jackets yet again with Jake Bean. Uh, three years, $7 million contract. Uh, Jake, Who the fuck is Jake Bean? I think he was on Carolina, right? And then he went to Seattle in the expansion draft.
0: God, I can't. And then I think now he's back. He's in Columbus. So kind of a lot of bouncing for him Mm -hmm. and a lot of not great places. But I think Jake Bean got paid a lot of money, and I think he – I don't know too much about him, but I'm like 80% sure that he earned it from how he played in Carolina over the past few years.
1: Hmm, interesting. See, when you say that name, like I can't put an image, you know. You can't see his jersey. I can't see a jersey, (laughs) yeah. Uh, So the St. Louis Blues, uh, they signed Brandon Saad for a five-year $22.5 million deal. Uh, Brandon Saad, excellent player who uh, played phenomenal for the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, I think he's going to do the same for the St. Louis Blues. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, they signed Corey Perry uh, for a two-year $2 million contract. I think Corey Perry really proved himself uh, in in Montreal, especially in the playoffs and the playoff run that they had last year. So picking him up for two years, $2 million a year. Uh, I don't know if they'll say – I don't know if that's going to be a steal for Tampa Bay Lightning, but uh, – I think that's a steal, million dollars. Yeah, a
0: year. And I think that last year with Montreal, Corey Perry proved that he could be the guy, excuse me, to actually show up and do something on the ice and not just be a worm and and really, like, go out there intending to injure people and fuck things up. So I thought that was really cool to see. Mm -hmm. I also thought it was funny, I think – Quick shout out, Hockey Collective. They've been so good with all the um, signings and everything, oh, and, and like all the info it. we need. Yep. Um they put a caption up because uh, he went from Montreal to Tampa and said, "If you can't beat him, join him." <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Solid move. Uh, moving on, we got the Dallas Stars uh, signing Michael Roffle to a one-year one point million, sorry, Dude, $1.1 I'm million contract. I'm getting fucking tonight, bud. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that, too, when I get home. Uh, so Michael Roffle, um, a name you can add to the list, uh, Philadelphia Flyers. And I think uh, when he was playing for Philadelphia, uh, great player. Um, I would say, I, I don't know if I'd say all-around great player, but I think as a uh, – like defensive kind of player, I think it's a good pickup for Dallas Stars. Uh, Dallas Stars is as a team they're all offensive. Like it's a big offensive team. Uh, I mean, they do t- t- have some kind of def- uh, defense. You know, good defenseman. They're, they're kind of
0: in the same position the Bruins are. I feel like, like I find them very comparable. Like. Uh I think his name's Miro. I forget his first name.
1: Heiskanen. Heiskanen. Yeah. yeah, he's
0: he's coming up in in the rankings, and I see him as like a young Charlie McAvoy, and he's going to be one of like the Kale McCars in the league. Right, right. Uh, he's not really there yet. It also doesn't get as much coverage in Dallas, but I don't think they have a lot of names on the back end, right. and they are very top heavy, like you said.
1: Like right, exactly. Are. And uh, it's good. To, it's good to get some uh, defense in there for Dallas. Uh, then we're going to move on to Minnesota Wild. They signed Dmitry Kulikov to a two-year, four point five million dollar contract. Uh, solid signing from Minnesota Wild. It's Minnesota Wild. Uh, you don't see him much throughout this entire uh, postseason so far, but uh, kulikov has been an excellent player, and I think it's going to be a good addition to the Wild team. I w- think Wilds was team. he on the
0: Wild before? I don't remember. Cool. I I, I, no,
1: I don't think Kulikov was. Um, uh, but Wild again being the huge fucking hockey city, uh, they're just a great all-around uh, team. It, it's so
0: disappointing to see. Not necessarily how bad the team is, mm. but um, I don't know how how bad they have been, kind of yeah, thing. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So it kind of sucks, but it is good to see him sign there. He's been kind. Of, this guy's been kind of a suitcase. Uh, it looks like seven years in Florida, a year in Buffalo, three years Winnipeg Devils, Edmonton, and now so uh, Minnesota. Kind of move around. Yeah. yeah, getting shipped a bit, but mm-hmm. he seems like he's making good money doing it. So. Right. He might. He might be chasing money rather than, you know, different players. Chase different things Some guys right. want a cup Some guys, some want guys big just K-chex. want the money I don't yeah. know
1: uh, It is it is what it is For these players I mean uh, If you're gonna go To a shit team But the shit team's gonna be like Hey we'll pay you like You know Seven mil to play here For the next two years Be like okay yeah I'll play there yeah. And some teams are, Some guys are just like No you're not gonna win the cup I'll go yeah. to this team Make half as much money but Right exactly take, take a kick at the
0: can Exactly And then the last one uh, Toronto Maple Leafs Andre Cachet One year 1.25 million Not too shabby there Nope um, following up here, we got some contracts that were signed with... Uh, I don't think that they disclosed like, what they're making, which is kind of cool. Like It's up to them if they want to or yeah, not. Yeah, I couldn't find anything. We both
1: couldn't find but, anything. But on some
0: players, thing. I think, reserve the right to just be like, I don't, I don't want to tell people how much I'm making, which right. is kind of like... I don't know. I kind of respect that. It's pretty cool. Right. So New York Rangers signed Philip Keitel for two years. Columbus Blue Jackets signed Alexander Texier for two years. Um both of those very good players. I like Texier a mm. lot more than I like Keitel. I think Keitel's on the way down and is on the way up. Right, yep. Uh, Carolina Hurricanes taking a chance on Tony D'Angelo, giving him another one-year contract. We'll see how that one plays mm-hmm. out. Uh, Florida Panthers, Carter Hagee for three years, and Tampa Bay Lightning, Maxime Legace for a year.
1: Mm-hmm. I like Carter Verhage. I think Florida Panthers signed a... Uh...
0: I don't know too much about him. Where, where'd he come from? Any idea? Oh, God. For Hagee's he's from...
1: Fuck what me. do you like about him i got it uh kind hague is just like it's just a great player i think he's more of like a um more like of a passing like assist kind of player where he, he could just find the players uh what what am i trying to say here he, he could find like the the open players no matter where they are on the ice uh when he was playing for what am i why don't yeah he's young that?
0: so he played a year for tampa in 1920 he was uh Nine and four goals and assists. Uh, dash nine on the season, so that was his first entry year. But with Florida, Hague, he really he was Florida, up, Florida, yeah. Yep. yeah. With Florida, he really stepped it up. Eighteen goals, eighteen assists, plus twenty-four, which is massive. Yep. And so he's a good two way player. Yep. Exactly.
1: But three year contract to lock him in. That's that's a good choice by them. Choice. So we have Matt's notes here. So this is anything that we we kind of found on the site, but we
0: kind of missed, and we're
1: just doubling back. So we have the Colorado Avalanche signing Tyson Jost to a two-year, $4 million contract. Uh, Good move. Uh, Edmonton Oilers signing. I thought this was kind of interesting. Mike Smith being old as shit, but it can still go. Uh, Edmonton Oilers, they signed Mike Smith to a two-year, $4.4 million contract. How do you feel about that? I I think he really revamped his game this year with the Oilers. He really proved himself and said,
0: hey, I'm not done here. I got something else I can do. Mm -hmm. And I think that the change of scenery and... I want to say, like, probably a new goalie coach, something similar to the Carey Price situation, really turned his game around.
1: Right. And it wasn't like turned around, but it revived it. Yeah. You know? Right. Uh, And then we have the Columbus Blue Jackets signing Patrick Line to a one year, $7.5 million contract. Big contract for one year, but Patrick Line definitely deserves it. How do you feel about this?
0: Yeah, I think they honestly might have saved money on this. Mm -hmm. Uh, The one year contract is a tough look for Columbus. Like, I think if it was any other market, he would have locked in for 3-4 any, anywhere else, but right. I think he still kind of wants out of here, but he's yeah. taking what he can get for now. And he, I think he also needs to prove himself again because of all the bullshit that's gone on with um, wanting out of Vancouver, right? He, he no, wanted out of uh, Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Wanted out of Winnipeg. They say, fuck you, here's Columbus, and then all the bullshit benching with Tortorella. So I think he's going to take this season, prove himself. Tortorella's not coming back to Columbus, allegedly, right. and this will be the year for him to really right. step it up and maybe bump that contract up to an 8 or 9 mil. Uh, per year so Yeah, maybe.
1: Else. Maybe yeah. it's maybe Patrick and take it little one year. Set, great money too. Seven point point five for one year. And And I think that's what the deal was
0: because they would be like, Alright, we'll give you like eight or nine if you do three, four. Yeah. And he's like, No, I'm doing one year and they're like, Alright, here's cool. seven. And and,
1: he's like, Okay. And maybe again, maybe prove self, maybe get like another team that's like yeah. interested in him and move on. Uh so you got the Flyers, uh signing my boy, Keith Yandel, one year, $900,000. Uh, as I said, I was kind of worried, I think, last episode about Keith Yandel because <clears throat> of the absolute run he's on. What's the runnies like, consecutive games played? Yeah, the Ironman streak. Hasn't <sighs> missed a game. Hasn't missed a game, and I think, uh, I don't know. He's a well, leader. He has the longest running right? streak. So I wanted to see that keep going. Uh, Edmonton Oilers big signing here with uh, Toronto Maple Leafs Zach Hyman in seven years thirty eight point five million dollars which is five point five million dollars a year. Uh, that's a huge signing, man. Like Edmonton Oilers got him and just like, hey, listen, seven years here, we're gonna lock you in right. That's here. a long time. For that's a long a time point. for a guy that hasn't really played on your team. You're just assuming like he's gonna be a good addition and just going for him. So I don't know. I I'm, nothing against Zach Hyman. I think he's a great. Great player, especially for Toronto, so uh, good for everybody. I just don't think he
0: he proved his worth with this contract in Toronto, but I think Toronto media is very hard on their defensemen. I think they find a scapegoat, and I think at one point he was the guy that they all ripped, mm-hmm. and I think that probably whacked his uh, AAV down a bit, but seven years is a long-ass contract, so good for him right. locking that down.
1: Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs with Frederick Anderson gone. Uh, signed Peter Morazek from the Carolina Hurricanes. Three years, 11.4 mil. Uh, $3.8 million a year average. Skip the next one and, and do the Carolina Hurricanes, also getting Frederick Anderson for two
0: years, 9 mil, 4.5 mil AAV. So they basically, like, not traded goalies, but ended up getting each other's goalie. Right. That's kind of interesting. Crazy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Anderson was down in the AHL this season, too. Imagine
1: that, making 4.5 after playing in the A this year. Right, yeah. That's kind of nuts. That's nuts. Uh, so, Braden Holtby moves on to Dallas Stars. He signs with them for one year, $2 million. Uh, I saw this and think, is Braden Holtby going to be that goalie that kind of starts uh, moving around the league now?
0: Yeah, he could be the next Brian Elliott, and I think the way that he played in Vancouver, how everything went down, he could become a head case with this, let it get into his game, and, and take him down a bit. But mm-hmm. it's nuts to see how on top of the world he was. He was like the touted goalie everyone's looking at him like following his routines looking at him on the bench doing all those weird warm-ups and like the eye movements all this shit like everybody everybody's modeling their game after him because of how devoted and dedicated he is he's like a Ryan O'Reilly when it comes to goaltending Mm -hmm. and now we have to see how Dallas like how this does for him in Dallas but right it's just it's kind of weird to see and and would you ever think after the Stanley Cup winning year with the Capitals that he would be on a one year two, He'd be $2 million dollar contract? The place? Yeah, no, no, even no like way. the money that he's making. Yeah, exactly. You know? I, I wouldn't like think that at all. That's shit. Uh,
1: yeah, for, right. for him. You know? Exactly.
0: Right. Look, and the next one up, the Philadelphia Flyers pay, paying Martin Jones a one year two million dollar contract. Another so, guy just kind of just moving around. But him and Holby making the same amount of money. Yeah, that's insane. Like that's Martin insane. Jones was the worst goalie in the league a couple of years ago yeah. for San Jose.
1: Right. Uh, yeah, it's it again. This is why I said it, it's kind of weird to see. Uh, Maybe after this one year, you're going to see Brayden Holpi move on to another team. But what if this is Brayden Holpi's way of like trying to find that home again? Like, remember we talked about Brayden Hopi earlier in the podcast where uh, when he was in Vancouver, the whole situation there where uh, that goal that goalie coach was explaining Brayden Hopi saying uh, when he was in Washington Capitals, the way that team was built worked for him, and then when he went over to Vancouver Canucks. It kind of wasn't built for him And you saw it happen you It's, saw it it's also unfold. just too
0: many moving parts in Vancouver
1: Because it's too many people coming in Too many people going, going out. out Exactly, like Washington was set Right And so I don't know if Dallas Stars is going to be Maybe he Maybe this one year Dallas uh, And Dallas is like his year for some reason And maybe he's just like Alright yeah I'll take a contract extension So I don't know uh, Again it, it does suck to see for Bray and Holby Again that guy that's Spraying the water Everyone kind of So, moving on, we got the Tampa Bay Lightning signing Zach Bogosian to a three year, $2.4 million contract. Uh, Another great pickup for Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay trying to hold off for dear life. Uh, That 18 mil over the contract is uh, they're trying so hard to get rid of that and also stay a solid um, cup competing team. I think they're doing a great job. You think so? I think Florida is starting to look like the better team here, though. For Florida. No, I don't think so. Where we saw, we saw them put up a good fight with Tampa, and that's
0: like the best team in the league, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, two years back to back, I wouldn't say that Florida is looking like a better team than Tampa Bay. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like right. it's tough to say that. Um, I think that Zach Bogosian is a good pickup for them, and that's a great price for him. And I think you're gonna see over the next few years that. Tampa Bay is a contender, obviously, and players are going to take pay cuts to be there and try to get a cup. Mm -hmm, That's what you're going to notice. You're going to be like, holy shit, he's
1: making that little to play for Tampa. Mm -hmm. So uh, with Marc-Andre Fleury gone, Vegas Golden Knights signed Laurent Bressois to a two-year $4.64 million contract to back up Robin Leonard. Uh, One thing that I wanted to bring up, too, when we were talking about Marc-Andre Fleury is that um, it's like the fans – so there's like two different things. Like people were pissed off about Marc Andre Flurry, and then there's a set of fans that it took Robin Leonard to go onto social media and be like, Listen, I had nothing to do with like I had nothing to do with this Marc Andre like trade situation and people were attacking like he came over out and said like people are attacking like my mental health and shit. Because
0: yeah, because people are fucking assholes. Yeah. They did the
1: same shit with Ethan Bear too. I it's fucking like, I hated no that sense. shit. And I'm like, you're 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 a fucking disgrace. For the fans that said that, you're you're an absolute fucking disgrace. And I hope you like, I hope you washes and hand me about that. I'm like, why the hell would you attack someone else for a team management decision? I I, I fucking hated that. And I'm I, glad that like, came out. I obviously. I don't agree
0: with, like, attacking the fucking guy. But I could understand fans jumping to the conclusion that it's got to be some locker room beef between the two of them, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, but they also it, won have that no answers
1: Jennings right Trophy with yeah. the
0: both of them being like, you know. Yeah, but that's not about, like, the two goalies could fucking hate each other but put up the best stats in the fucking league. They'd still right. win the Jennings Trophy. It's not like, hooray camaraderie just because they won it. Right. Um, but I think that, Vegas is also looking at the future and saying we need a one solid starter and a definite backup because we've had like two three years of this bullshit where we don't know who to start with we're flip flopping in the playoffs and it ends up fucking us in the end. Mm-hmm. So now they know that um, Robin Leonard's is starter and Lauren is the backup and I think that kind of settles everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Going back real quick to Philadelphia Flyers, I was thinking earlier that this team is going to look really good this year, and I'm starting to question myself looking at their goaltending because Carter Hart underperformed this year and did not look great at all, and Martin Jones is his backup, which I just said was three years ago the worst goalie in the league. So <laughs> I don't really know. Like I, each year I see Philly and I say, wow, they're kind of set to make a run, and then they always disappoint. I yeah. feel like they're kind of like – the Toronto Maple Leafs, mm-hmm. in that regard, like they're kind of built well, but it, it just always comes up short, right? And goaltending's usually their big issue, the which problem,
1: yep, with both teams, right? Don't right. you think? Like right. Toronto,
0: it ends up being the issue, and Philly seems like it's the issue right, right. now, right?
1: Exactly. And it always kind of breaks down on that. Like for some reason, you can have like the best defensive, offensive team, but for some reason, just lack goaltending. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, moving on from that, we got the Nashville Predators uh, signing Michael Granlund for four years, twenty million dollars. Uh, the Se- Seattle Kraken uh, making a b- big move here, signing Philip Grubauer to six years, $35.5 million, which is $5.91 million a year average. Solid move by Seattle Kraken, really locking in Philip Grubauer. I mean, being, uh, he was up there as a candidate this year. I think uh, Phil- Seattle Kraken really... Um, Picking up a big one here with uh, Grubauer. That's huge, and it's nuts to see Colorado walk on him. That's a big, big yeah, part of your uh, franchise Right, there. exactly. Uh, did
0: you already do Michael Granlund, too, or did you skip that one?
1: Uh, no, I said Michael Granlund. Right, do you want to add to that? No, no,
0: I just think it's a good lock-in for Nashville. They're going to need him over the next couple of years, because yep. Nashville doesn't look so good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, LA Kings sign uh, Philip Uh Six years, $33 million. Uh, I-, I like that. I like I think we're seeing a bunch of, like, Montreal Canadiens players kind of move around the league right now. Yeah, they're right making now. their money. They're getting paid for what they – I mean,
0: if you think about it, right, they're on, like, kind of a team of, like, misfits, and it's, like, now each piece from the Montreal team looks like they had a great part in a Stanley Cup run, which right. they all did. It was it was a team effort, obviously. Right. And if they can, like, get, get out of there, yeah, almost, like, get out of there and, like, find another market so, to either get paid or take a kick at the can with another team. Because mm-hmm. I don't think Montreal is going back, obviously, that far or no. even no. conference finals this this coming It'll season. It'll
1: be a few years, yeah. if if so. I think, uh, again, we're talking about St. Louis A few years. Blues. That could be after Price. Yeah, you never know. They could, but become, yeah, they could become, like, the New Jersey Devils after Berdeur, too, if you
0: think about it like that.
1: Yeah, right? Um, moving on we got uh, the Dallas Stars signing Ryan Sutter or Suter, sorry, to four years, fourteen point six million. Oh, I missed this one. That is, um, the, the defenseman from Minnesota. Yep. He was being looked at for the Bruins, but um,
0: they obviously locked up Riley right. instead of him, mm-hmm, right? Uh, wow. That's that's
1: cool. Uh, Seattle Kraken sign Alex Wenberg to three years, thirteen point five million dollars. Big money for someone I don't know shit about. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Where's I saw he, that. I'm do like, do you know Ooh. where he's
0: from or no? No, no idea. I'll check it out. Okay. You do the next one.
1: Cool. And then you have Tampa Lightning signing their boy Brayden Point to eight years, seventy six million dollars. So really, really, really wanting Brayden Point, and I don't see why not. He's the fucking. I want to say the he, face he, of the franchise. He was the goal leader for the playoffs, right? He's the dude. Yep. Wenberg uh Columbus Blue Jackets I believe he's a
0: defenseman now that it's come into my mind. He shoots left. He is a center. Wow, I'm an asshole. <laughs> um, played for 6 7 years on Columbus, one year in Florida and wow. Why does that name not come up? Was no, he like fourth
1: I, line? Uh, no, I doubt it with uh minutes played. Um Wenberg has not come like it doesn't ring a bell with me. Yeah, 471
0: games played in the NHL. Like that's nothing to Interesting. Like, you know, shake your head up. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah Braden Point, huge contract for Tampa. Fucking yeah. earned it, deserves it. Nice. They're going to be fucked contract-wise,
1: cap-wise. Yeah, right. Uh, Seattle Kraken uh, signing Jaden Schwartz to a five-year, $27.5 million contract. Uh, That's a long time. Yeah, right. Uh, the Devils here signing Jonathan Bernier. To a two-year eight-point twenty-four million-dollar contract, uh, Jonathan Bernier was the talk of uh, Carolina Hurricanes. Remember, what we were talking about because they got rid of Alex Nedelkovic, they got a Peter Mrazek, and then they picked up Jonathan Bernier. I remember telling you, what the fuck are they doing? Like Nedelkovic, man, like <laughs> the he, soft, got fleeced by that he got Detroit trade that was so insane. bad
0: twice this season. I, I, Stevie Wise kicking ass.
1: I, I, I don't know. Um, So you got the Carolina Hurricanes signing Ian Cole to a one-year, $2.9 million uh, contract. I think that's a great pickup right there. Ottawa Senators uh, making their cut here with uh, signing Michael DelZotto from the Rangers for two years, uh, $4 million contract. Uh, I think he's going to be a good addition to the Ottawa Senators team. They need something uh, to get them to where... They once were years ago. They've been fairly quiet too. I think we've only mentioned them two or three times now. Yeah, um,
0: which is kind of bad, honestly. Like, they yeah, should, they should be doing a
1: bit more. Exactly from the season they it, had it, last or year, or at least trading to get some picks. Something mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, San Jose Shark. No, yeah, sorry, San Jose Sharks signing James Reimer to a two-year, four-point-five million-dollar contract. Uh, Montreal Canadiens yet again. Uh, with Cedric Paquette with the one-year nine hundred fifty thousand dollars contract. Uh, love this, love this move. Uh, I think Cedric Paquette's a great player. Again, Montreal Canadiens are really trying to stay where they're at, and it's really starting to and, show. And he's coming from Tampa, right? He's I believe so yeah. That's funny. Mm-hmm. They got Corey Perry and Paquette right. trading
0: places. Uh, we jumped over one here. Vancouver Canucks get Luke Shen for two Oop. years, one point seven mil, mm-hmm.
1: uh, eight hundred fifty thousand AAV. So gotcha. Uh, and then we have Vegas Golden Knights selling, uh, sorry, signing Alec Martinez to three years, $15.7 million contract, which is $5.23 million a year average. Um, this is the contract that you were telling me about where where maybe on your flurry the reason why he wasn't signed? I think this is the big one because they were talking about how do we sign Alec Martinez with our
0: cap being so screwy. Yeah. And look at the weird number of 5.23. You said they're at exactly $0. Exactly. I think this is why they've is spent why? every
1: last time to sign this guy. Yep. And I think Flurry opened up a lot of that cap space to uh, get it done. And this is where you said, uh, this is Vegas, Gold, sorry, Vegas Golden Knights looking into the future where they see Robin Leonard, they see uh, Lauren Boursois, uh these guys to sign for years ahead, whereas you got mock on your Fleury, who's uh, maybe... A, a
0: depreciating asset is the term I use, ter- Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, Which so- is nuts to think about. I mean, obviously, Vesna Caliber, like, there's only down to go from there, technically, because you're the
1: best in the league. Right. But... Coming off of that year, I, we're not going to get back into it, yeah, but yeah, yeah. we are moving on. So Edmonton Oilers, they signed uh, Cody CC for four years, $13 million contract. Cody CC was from the Pittsburgh uh, Penguins. Mm. Um, uh, good pickup. Uh, I don't know, four years, 13 mil. Uh, I mean, it is 3.25 mil a year average. Um, great. He's, I mean, he's a good player all around. Uh, I think he'll help, definitely help out Edmonton Oilers. I think they could use it. The the Oilers need something to
0: fucking get them over the first round. It's it's insane. Another right. Toronto Maple Leaf, Philadelphia Flyers type team. Mm-hmm, exactly. But they have, I don't, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're exactly the same. Philadelphia yeah. Flyers, I guess not in that regard because I feel like uh, Edmonton and Toronto both have um, those stud players like right. McDavid, Marner, Matthews, you know?
1: Mm hmm. Uh, Columbus Blue Jackets making waves again with Boone Jenner, four years, $15 million, which is three point seventy five mil. I a love year. this player. Yeah. He's awesome to watch. Boone's excellent. Uh, Boone's been playing with him for a few years now, so this is a great contract extension for him. Uh, really made his mark with Columbus for the past few years and great, great contract for him. Uh, now we're going to move on to Anaheim Ducks signing Ryan Getzloff for one year, four point five million dollars. Uh, dude, how, how old is Getzlaf? We're talking about like uh, just the the age, uh, the veterans on the Anaheim Ducks team. If four point five mil is a lot for Ryan Getzlaf. Uh, dude, if you think about it, though, um, obviously he's not in the same caliber as Alex Ovechkin. Right. He's only a year older.
0: I think it's his hairline that makes us think that he's like <laughs> so much older. He just he just looks like an older player and. I mean, five years for Ovi and one year for Getzlaf. Think about it like that. That's kind of nuts. Holy shit, right? Wow, I didn't even think about that. But four point five mil to keep your captain
1: around. That's that's oh, worth I it. He was but the it's it's a high pay. Yeah. I yeah. Uh, moving on, we got the Boston Bruins big sign here with Nick Foligno. Two years, three point eight million dollars, which is one point nine million dollars uh, a year for him. Uh, one point nine million dollars a year for Nick Foligno. I think is a good move. Uh, yep. for the Boston Bruins. It's a good price
0: point, and I think it's a great replacement for David Krejci, who announced that he's going to go play in the Czech League so he can be closer to his family this yep. season. So,
1: mm-hmm. uh, Ella King signing Alex Edler uh, with one year's $3.5 million. Uh, Edler played for Vancouver Canucks mm-hmm. years ago, right? He's kind of been yep. all around. Good defenseman pick good up, defenseman. a little bit older, but right. it's good. And then lastly, oh, I can breathe. Uh, San Jose Sharks, they signed Nick Bonino. For two years, $2.5 uh, two point five 25 mi- 2.05, sorry, million dollars. That's uh, one point two point five. Sorry, million dollars. Four hundred fifty thousand. You are giving this guy extra
0: <laughs> icing on the cake? <laughs> Maybe that's why he signed for that 2.05 Maybe they'll actually like make a typo, give me two
1: point five. Maybe I'm trying <laughs> to play the system here. Yeah. But Nick Benino, uh, excellent player for. Um, where's Benino been? Benino's been uh, Predators, right? Uh, so Predators. Was, last team was he with Columbus? Uh, Nick Benino. I'm pull it up now. Yeah, look it up. I I know predators right, and then somewhere Minnesota. else. Uh, was it Chicago? Maybe Anaheim, Vancouver, Pittsburgh, Nashville, Minnesota, Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota, that's right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he has been all around, but I think he's a good all around player too. I think uh, I think you'll see a lot of Benino on the ice with the Sharks. Probably third line, maybe maybe fourth, but good uh, pickup for a San Jose Sharks. Uh, another Sa- team Sa- San Jose that Sharks are young. I-, I could see him slotting into the second line even right. mm-hmm. with what they have technically. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of teams that I noticed after going through here that needed to make moves in this off season that haven't made a move yet, which is kind of like, yeah, what are you doing? Like at this point you should have been like, you should have been like. As we talked about, like the Columbus Blue Jackets or the Canadians, mm. just out there, just making moves. Seattle, cracking out a team there, like making Ottawa moves. like Ottawa comes to mind. A team like Toronto, who was fucked with cap. Buffalo, I have you know, more. should have been out there like a lot Buffalo's, more. Buffalo,
0: Buffalo made their moves, but they made less take people in and get the picks in. Yeah, is right. what I think, mm-hmm. and that's the smart move part. Like I think, um, uh, we talked about earlier. Uh, we mentioned something about goaltending and basically making a deep Stanley Cup run. Looking at the past goalies to win the Stanley Cup, right? You got Vasilevsky this year and last year, Binnington, um, Holpe, uh, Matt Murray, Marc-Andre Fleury, and then we get into Blackhawks-Kings territory, the Bruins. It You need, like, I wanted to say that you need basically one of the all-time greats. Mm-hmm. But I guess you really don't, right? Like, look at Binnington. No. Look at Holby. Right. Murray. Those are three
1: outliers. The rest of them are kind of all-time greats. Again, you need to be on like a, a hot streak, right? You need to have that yeah, hot at the right time. Hot, yeah, exactly about that. hot at the right time. Uh, yeah, we've. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Playoffs are so weird for the NHL, man. Like, you could be, like, the number one team in the league and be like, holy shit, they're going to win the Cup. And then they could just, just completely tank first round, and you know, you never know what the hell's going to happen. Like, did we fucking know that Montreal Canadiens were going to go to the Stanley Cup Finals yeah, this year against exactly. Tampa Bay Lightning? We had Vegas Golden Knights winning the Cup. Didn't happen. I don't know. It just doesn't work like it that. It just doesn't work. And you have no idea. Do we know Carey Price was going to be this hot-ass goalie? No. Uh, Do we know Vasilevsky is going to be this hot-ass goalie? Yes. Yes. <laughs> 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 but you, know, you just fucking never know. you got to be hard at the right time yet again. Um, but, yeah, what man. What a long-winded episode this was. I feel like we've talked the entire oh, time. Oh, my God. There's no – I, 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 I got to tell you. So we put I, – I think I said this in the beginning of the episode – we do so much through Instagram on our DMs. So like anything we see on Instagram or anything we see in general, we'll put on Instagram to so we both see it. And the big day was Wednesday, the twenty eighth. We were like, <sighs> dude, we gotta just stop sending them. Like I
0: we'll, think we'll it, catch up later. I think this it, it got fucked. to the
1: point where it was like seven, seven thirty at night, and you said it and be like, listen, I We'll do this Friday. Like, like I, I we can't. can't. Like, I can't.
0: If we just kept firing I'm like, we're not going to be able to dig through it all. So it was like
1: every 10, wasn't it wasn't like every 10 minutes. It was like every five or 10 minutes, I'd see like five different posts, yeah. like five different trade signings. We're like, what the hell? And all, most of them are just like, holy shit, what the fuck is going and, on? And then you're loading up Instagram the next day and it's showing you posts from
0: three days ago and you're like, did I send this? Did nice. I not send this? Yeah, or, right. And it just goes like, go oh, through. Jesus. So I was like, we'll just catch up
1: later. This was, out. uh, the week of nhl this is a lot to uh, tell you what it's good that uh i'm going away next week and not this week imagine
0: if i was gone this week like you'd have to do the fucking show you know what <laughs> just i mean by myself you'd have to do something like there are so many moves and signings like we'd be fucked
1: i want to do i would love to if if it was up to me i would kill to do an edit of you doing the um uh kill to do an edit of you doing the intro to the episode and getting up like how you normally do and just never come back, and it's just me the entire time. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Come back in the end, what I miss? (laughs) Or come back to do the
1: outro. Oh, man, but that was a lot. Uh, Crazy, crazy week for the NHL. I didn't even bother looking up anything else, AHL, OHL news. I was like, nope, this is going to be fucking – this is all the news we need. Oh, yeah, that's
0: what what the first – day of free agency is and all these trades.
1: And you make it you made a good point where it's like this is a short season. So it kind of makes sense why everything is happening so quick because it's a shortened off season. But it does do that every year though. Like
0: on this day this is when everything happens. And then from here it'll be kinda quiet for the next you know, normally it's the next three
1: months. Right. And now
0: it's quiet for three weeks.
1: Right, exactly. I do want. I'm sure there'll be more going on, especially for Seattle Kraken. I do want to hear more more news about uh, Marc Andre Fleury and see what the hell happens with that. As you all know, I'm a big Marc Andre Fleury fan. Uh, anything you're interested in? More more information? Like I'm what? I'm getting on a fucking plane on Wednesday, but I can't fucking wait. Dude. Aruba, baby! Yeah. Look at you. You're already ready to go. Yeah, yeah. Sam Adams like Aruba hat. This is like. Uh...
0: The white guy special, like you show up at the beach <laughs> and you're like, you're like wearing this, you're cheesing, tank top, sunburnt to shit, flip flops, got my cooler bearded, good to go. You have like this
1: big, thick strip oh, of yeah. like sunscreen you know hey, You guys nose. know, uh,
0: if you've seen Lilo and Stitch, you know the big dude the big burnt to shit always as ice cream falls, <laughs> that's me at the beach.
1: <laughs> Fat slob. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is going to be the last episode for the next two weeks. Um... Uh, I want to thank everyone for listening in. I, I, dude, this has been a run and a half. We started episode one and haven't taken a break since. So it's going to be weird to have a, a little break here, but I think it's going to be well needed. It's the right time. It's to. the right time to do it. Um, so, uh, yeah. Do you want to take us out here? Yeah, we got to do our shot, bud. Oh, yeah, that's right. I got Del Magwe, uh
0: Single Village Mezcal.
1: Yeah, that looks 45% like...
0: 45% alcohol. It looks like rat poison. It's, it's tequila, basically. It's but yeah, the poison. bottle is kind of funny. It does kind of look like rat poison. Mm.
1: And then I got... I had... oh Fuck, I hate tequila. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus. I, I hate too. I don't want this at all. <laughs> <laughs> I got Dr. McGillicuddy's apple pie. I had Hennessy, but I'm like, no. not. Did nothing. you have the apple pie before? No, I never had oh, the apple bomb, pie. Oh, it's bomb, dude. It, it is? Just like apple pie, yeah. Ooh. Okay, cool. You want to trade? No, I don't want to trade. I give you half. No, thanks. We had uh, Glenn Levitt fourteen before yeah. uh, this yeah, episode. Sipped, that was really on fucking one of those. good. I, I said uh, I got the nip for it, but we were just like, yeah, we got to put that on ice and just like relax. Yeah, so we had Matt, Matt jammed
0: so many ice cubes in there. We were going over the notes, and by the time we were done with everything, it's fucking it was like, like, like half more water, only
1: ice. Yeah, but it was actually really good. Yeah, it was Vietnam. very, very good. Uh, good whiskey. Is it? A... scotch? Scotch, right? Yeah, scotch. Scotch. Yeah. Scotch is whiskey. Scotch but is whiskey, but it's, it's, but it's different. Scotland, right? Um yeah, I mean I as you could tell all as everyone it was, was Glenn Levitt fourteen. If you guys pay attention to me on the podcast is that I uh, I normally do heavy drinks like Jameson or whatever, so it's just it's like sipping drinks. Whereas you're a bear guy, so you chug it. So as you can see You'll see Chris get up left and right for like different biz. Whereas I've had my beer this entire time and I'm halfway through. It's like warm. I, I sip. Is you it just warm? Give me ship for it. No, it's fine. It's pretty warm. I don't know. I'm still sipping on it.
0: Ugh. I got you. Got to know what I got to bring down next week is the little Yeti
1: thing, so you can keep it'll stay cold it'll stay for cold. you. Yeah, I gotta yeah. use that for you. Gotta there get go. one of those. But um, yeah, let's uh, do the shock, call it out, and I hope everyone uh, at the end of this has a great two weeks. Again, we'll be back. Uh what the hell's today's date the thirtieth? We'll be back in the fuck. We should have uh Well, I already did that at the beginning of the episode. Did you say what date we're gonna be back? Sure did, bud. You're welcome. Nice. You should listen to the show sometime. It's pretty good. Yeah, I do the edit too. Thanks, man.
0: (laughs) Dude, I listen to it every week in the car, you fuck you. (laughs) Cheers, bud. Cheers, bud.
1: (sighs) Holy shit, that's good. Oh my god, you know what that tastes like? I think I got the worm. What?
0: You don't know there's worm in tequila? No? Never heard of that? That's no. funny. There's not actually a worm in, in this bottle. But it's a But like, like, a like thing? when you go to Mexico, they like. I think there's some kind of worm. I, I don't know the actual story, but there's basically like a worm in tequila bottles. And Is it's, that real? It's not like, a, no, like it's an not earth, real? You No, know, it's real. It's not like an earthworm, but there's some kind of worm that they put in it. And like. In Mexico, you go there, you like drink the worm, dude. Holy
1: shit. It's fucked up. So uh, speaking of that, in Japan, there's this uh, whiskey. I think they make J- Japanese whiskey. No. Yeah. No, sorry. Yeah. It's Japanese tequila whiskey. I can't remember which Japanese one it whiskey, is. Japanese whiskey, yeah. But the wh- how they use it is this this big bottle. And on the bottom is it, up on the bottom of the bottle is like this decaying. It's like venomous snake, like cobra or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I've seen that, dude. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can take shots of it. And uh, I didn't look for it in Japan, but when I go back to Japan, like, that's going to be, like, Dude, on my fucking nuts. list to see. There's one cool bottle that I always see
0: at one of my stores. It's, uh, it's, there's brandies, and there's one made with, like, that's, like, pear-flavored. There's apple, blackberry, blah, 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 all the flavors. There's a pear one that they take the bottle, and they put it on the pear tree mm-hmm. as the, like, before the pear buds and grows. So the stem of the pear, like, is basically at the, at the neck of the bottle... The full pear grows into the bottle, mm-hmm. and then they snap the stem. So oh. there's a full pear inside of the bottle, but you can't yeah. get it, basically. Yeah. I was like, that's pretty cool. So they do, like, what do they do with it? They're there's just, literally, like, like, a pear tree with a shit ton of bottles on it over where the pear would grow, and as the pear there's grows. There's just a bottle of pear. Yeah, but there's bra- they put brandy in it.
1: Oh, that's that's I, I missed pa- that part. Pear brandy, yeah. I already got it, got mm-hmm. it, got it. Oh, my God, it sounds good. And it has, like, a full pear in it, so it tastes, like, really good. Nice. This reminds me of the, um, in the beginning episode. Actually, I got to put that up. This is why we started doing the nips here, and I found out because we wanted to go back and see. It was that night where you came down, episode three. Uh, You came down, and um, your wife uh, knows this customer or whatever that makes his own- um, Oh, the moonshine? Yeah. The moonshine. It's the apple moonshine. This is exactly what it tastes like. Definitely less- Less toxic than the moonshine. It's toxic. But this this is MK Zumania, still has
0: hers. The other night I went to go get her a drink out of the fridge and I was like, Oh, you know you still got the uh the apple pie moonshine. She's like, Word, I forgot about that. So <laughs> she's probably gonna drink that before we leave. That's the
1: best thing ever. But yeah, you're the one who started this, by the way. So congratulations. After that episode, we we're just like, let's, let's do a nip at the end of every episode and there we I are. I think it's a cool little tradition. I, I like that. It, it's a so. good little tradition for everyone if you guys wanna hop in. But I gotta tell you, man, we throughout the episodes we have we have tried some shit I mean, you have tried some shit I have tried some shit shit. (laughs) I have tried some fucking awful shit. But you had those 99 balloon things or whatever the fuck. (laughs) 99 balloons. That I was just, God, I loved it. It was like you hurting and me just like (laughs) being good. So, all right, man. So, did we tell them why? Should we tell them why you're going to Aruba? No, it's all good. Okay, yeah. So, enjoy your time in Aruba. Thanks, bud. Uh, We'll see everyone in two weeks from now. Um, We're going to have a shit ton of NHL news and uh, let's call it up. Thanks everyone for listening. If there's anything you want to see us cover next episode, let us know.
0: Our links are in the description and we'll see you all in two weeks. Two weeks. Bye guys. Later.